Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. You're wonderful. Recorded live. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Say this is your apostle Keith Brooks. We bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, beloved, we thank God for all of you. We bless you in the name of our Lord, Jesus. Hey, beloved, there is a word from the Lord. I'm going to be sharing under the gospel of Matthews. But before we go there, I want to tell you, I need your prayers. Hey, the apostle get tired sometimes. I didn't make Tuesday prayers. And listen, beloved, not that I ever want to. Had the phone in my hand, but sleep with it in my hand. I need your prayers for strength. Hey, listen, from the Gospel of Matthew, starting in chapter 5, I want to talk to you pastorially, speaking this morning, to help you and strengthen you in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, beloved, these days are getting shorter. The coming of the Lord is drawing near. We're going to help you. While you're going there, I'm going to the throne of grace, and let's talk to our God and our Father. Father, in the holy and righteous name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you again for another opportunity to share your goodness and your mercy. Father, we ask you for forgiveness for all sin, transgression, and iniquity. Thank you for new mercy each day of our life. We give you the praise. We give you the honor and glory. Now, God, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. Our strength and our redeemer, let my mouth be filled with blood. To speak life, strength, and hope to your people in Jesus Christ's precious name. Hey, beloved, I want to talk to you briefly concerning hope today because many of us are losing our hope in the last days of this journey. Many have been battling for years, and my God, we expect, we expect something more sometime from the Lord. But Jesus gave a parable unto men who had went to work. He said, did not I promise that I'll pay you a penny a day? Some had bored the heat of the day, and some came in at the late of the evening, and Jesus gave them the same reward, a penny a day. And those that had carried the heat of the burden of the day was angry because they felt like uh, they should have gotten more from the Lord. God said to them, man, he said, you're unjust because I do right with what I said. He was using that in the term of cataclysmic of salvation. He was saying some must carry the burden. Some will come in at the end of time and get saved and don't go through any hell or pressure or troubles and still receive the same reward that you and I that have carried the burdens. Hey, beloved, but guess what? God always gives his hardest battles to his greatest soldiers. And that ought to give you some hope and courage to understand that God trusts you more than someone else. And say he didn't trust them, but he trusts you more than others. So don't put your eyes on that. I want you to have hope concerning the Lord. I want to talk to you because in the Gospel of Matthews, in the fourth chapter, Jesus gets filled with the Holy Ghost, and he led into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. I'm going to talk with you for a minute here. And he was led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. 
Yeah, you remember the devil came to him and said, listen, man, why don't you go ahead and cast these stones into bread? And Jesus said, for man said, I live by bread alone, but every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. He went on to tell the devil the word of the Lord. But what got to me, beloved, is the hope that we have in the gospel that we have faded away from. Yes, beloved, it's all right to preach, teach, and hear, but we must surrender ourselves into the hope of God. And I'm going to help you with that because in these days, many have lost their hope, and when you lose hope, your faith has become shattered. Why is that? Because there's two words that God uses in the gospel or in the entire Bible that help us to understand the word hope. First Hebrew word is elpis. Elpis means uh, that God has trusted me with something, uh, and it's the now side uh, that I must understand. What is real trust? Trust is knowing truth uh, without evidence or investigation. That means I take you at your word of what you say. That's why we quote the Bible, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Beloved, when we have the hope of God, we'll understand the representation of God is not just faith, because the Bible decreed that we are saved by hope. Listen to me carefully, because many of you all are going on in the journey, but you have lost focus of what hope is. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs 3, 4, and 5, trust in the Lord. With all of thy heart, lean not unto thy own understanding, but in all of thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall, that's a promise, direct your path. Listen to me carefully, because when Jesus began this journey in chapter 4, he called Simon Peter and his brother John. He said, y'all, come on, I need you. I need you to preach. He was getting his disciples together. But what caught my attention, beloved, the Bible says in verse 23 of chapter 4 of the Gospel of Matthews, when Jesus went about Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manners of sickness and all manners of disease among the people. Listen to me carefully. Here's what the word of God declare, because this is where most men of God and women of God are losing the hope. Jesus said, when I be lifted up, then will I draw all men unto me. When Paul was sent before King Agrippa, he was preaching the gospel, and King Agrippa said, thou almost persuaded me. In other words, the truth of the word almost had evidence and convinced me enough uh, that I, too, wanted to be a Christian. People are not getting saved because they're not hearing Jesus any longer. Why is that? Because men and women of God are just preaching and they've lost their hope uh, of what God has said to them. Listen to what the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 19. I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly unto thee. Why? That I also may be of good comfort when I know your state, what Paul was saying to them, I need you to understand that there is some hope in the gospel. Here's what we're lost in the Bible says. 
that Jesus went up into the mountain. After he left that area, he began to sit down and teach the disciples. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. But before he did that, if you notice the text, beloved, right in chapter 4, verse 17, when Jesus began to speak and to preach, his first message was where John the Baptist left off. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. From Genesis chapter 6 to Revelation 16, the word repent is mentioned over 110 times. Why is that? Because it's evidence that not only did God call us, not just from repenting of one thing, but repent in metanoia of our mind. Here's what the Bible said. He went on and said, now blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs are the kingdom of God. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. I'm trying to get somebody hope back again. You know what has happened to the church? We've lost hope. And when a man has lost his hope, he's lost his desire to be a leader, to be a preacher, to be a leader in God's house, a leader in the world. When a woman has lost her hope, she's lost everything that God has given to them. Listen to what the Bible said in Hebrew chapter 10, verse 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Remember what James said? He that waver is like a seizure, tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, like the wave on the water. You're not settled. Today, you believe God would do it. Tomorrow, you're hoping he will do it. Well, if I trust him, that means evidence without investigation. I know what God says. So Jesus goes on and said, but blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. What will happen. They shall be filled. Beloved, when you get your hope back up, everything will begin to fall in place for you. Ah, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemaker, for they shall be called the children of God. But I love this one. Blessed are they that are persecuted for righteous sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. In other words, he said, listen, you ain't the only one of gone through? What about the prophets and the apostles before you? Moses went through hell. Abraham went through hell. Isaac, Jacob, every child of God. But guess what they had, beloved? They had the hope of eternal life, that God would never forsake them, that God would never leave them. We have lost our hope. And what God is trying to establish again, that you have your hope built up on you, not you yourself, but in Jesus Christ, the the only one that God has sent to deliver us. Listen to me carefully. When the Bible gives us illustration of how hope is functioned, listen to what Jeremiah 17 and 17 said. Be not a terror unto me, thou art my hope in the day of evil. He said to God, don't turn against me, Lord, but be my day of deliverance. Give me some hope in the days of evil. That's what we are, beloved, because we are in the last days. When men become lovers of themselves, they rather than 
in love, God, uh, they're falling in love with one another, men with men, women with women. Uh, why in the world we're going to make it back? Uh, we're going to have to grab hope again uh, and trust in the word uh, of what God says. Uh, listen to me carefully, because what God is leading you to now is something greater that you've been in all of your life. Uh, yes, faith come by hearing uh, and hearing by the word of God, uh, but I need you to gather your hope of today. Uh, I need you to stand up uh, and say, but I trust you, Lord. Uh, I believe what you said. Uh, I don't have to investigate it. Uh, if you said it, uh, that's enough for me, Lord. Uh, and God, guess what? Uh, I'm going to walk in. I'm going to believe in it. Uh, I'm going to trust in it because uh, I know that God, uh, who is a holy God, uh, who is sovereign, uh, cannot lie to me. Uh, and when God speaks a word, beloved, uh, guess what? That word will come to pass. Uh, guess what? That word will take uh, another world. Let me help you with something. Uh, and I'm getting ready to close. Uh, every time we speak a word, uh, God spoke to me this morning and said, you just build another world. Uh, how many of us got worlds going on uh, inside of our heads? Uh, we got all kind of negativity worlds. Uh, we got a world of faith. We got a world of doubt. Uh, we got a world of distrust. Uh, God said, I want you to put a hammer to that and sledgehammer that. You say the word of God is like a hammer. It breaks every rock in bits and pieces. It's like a mirror. It makes you see yourself. Uh, then rather judge others. Uh, beloved, when you gather your hope, uh, you'll see your trust again. Uh, and when you see your trust again, uh, you'll know that faith uh, is not impossible to walk in. Uh, hey, beloved, uh, I'm getting ready to close, but I want you to gather your mind uh, and begin to trust what God says. Uh, I don't care what it looks like. Uh, I don't care what it feels like. Uh, he didn't ask you to feel. Uh, he asked you to have faith uh, and trust in him. When you begin to trust God, your hope will stand strong in you. Read it, beloved. The word of God is strength. It is your power. It is what you need. You don't have to investigate truth. Take it face value. God's saying to you, if you do that, now you've got the promise of the anchor of hope. When you have that promise, that means hold on, hold fast. I'm closing with this. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18. That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge and to lay hold upon the hope that is set before us. Verse 19, which hope we have as an anchor of a soul, both sure and steadfast, and with entering into that within the veil. In other words, he said, beloved, let hope become like an anchor on a ship. Once it anchors, it's steadfast. It's unmovable. Now it always abounds in the work of God. This is your apostle Keith Brooks. Carry your hope on. Keep hope alive, just as Jackson says. How do you keep it alive? Reminisce on truth. What God said. Not what I say. Not what the preacher says. What God says. We only are instruments to say to you what God is saying. And I believe today God is saying to you 
Where's your hope? Where's your hope? Father, we bless you now. We honor you because you are God. I believe that everyone under the sound of my voice have hope again. You anchor the Lord in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let this day be a turning point in their lives, in their minds, their destiny. I know you're God of your word. Not one word will ever return to you void. Hasten to perform it now. The truth not be investigated by them, but accepted in Jesus' precious name. Till next week, beloved, tell somebody to get on this prayer line. I love you. Keep praying for each other. Pray for one another. Pray for your leaders. Pray for President Obama. Only president of history that have had so much hell. Not because of the color of his skin, but the burden that God placed upon. We need to pray for them. We need to pray for our apostles and our leaders. Don't procrastinate prayer. It starts with the head. And the all will run from the head to the beard to the garment. Don't talk prayer. Become prayer. Don't talk about fasting. Become fasting. Don't talk about hope. Become hope. God will use you the rest of your life. God bless you. God keep you. It's your Apostle Keith Brooks. I love you. God bless you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.